1: Happy Christmas, yeah, beautiful little scamps. Okay, so I'm not the queen, and to be fair, we don't actually have a queen anymore. But you could argue I am a queen. Just a festive little reference to my sexual orientation there. Look, I don't know if it's self-aggrandisement to do my own alternative Christmas message, especially given I'm supposed to be off-ski and spend some time with the family. But a bit of self-criticism here. A lot of my videos and podcasts are, I say, maybe verging on the slightly bleak and depressing side um, now, you know, I don't think many people think to themselves, oh, I'm going to get a little spring in my step. Let's see what subjects Owen's talking about today. Now, you know, to be fair, we've got to work with the material we've got, which tends to be a little bit bleak. But I wanted to balance it out with a little Christmas video, which has an optimistic sort of message. Now, many might think mm, it's pushing it a little bit, given a cost of living crisis without precedent in modern times, given a really actually very sadistic war taking place in Europe at the moment, and given how much of humanity languishes under despotic and tyrannical regimes. But I'm going to call 2022 the year that people began to fight back. And here's the evidence, and this is, I think, should give people a sense of optimism and hope that however bleak things are, things can actually I was going to say things can only get better, but let's not let's not go down that path. Now, in Britain, I grew up as a geriatric millennial in a world in which trade unions had been smashed into the dust, it seemed, by Thatcherism and never got their bite back, with all sorts of terrible consequences, uh, like bosses stuffing their often offshore bank accounts with vast amounts of wealth created by the hard graft of millions of workers, whilst those workers suffered stagnating and falling living standards often being driven into debt as a consequence, but not very good consequences to the economy. But this year, workers have been fighting back. Now, the obvious striking example, oops, that wasn't an intentional pun, but, you know, that's, uh, Mick Lynch has come to the forefront, of course, as a trade union leader who I think has tapped into something which people or some people thought was buried ...by the 2019 landslide Tory victory... ...the the reason he's resonated so much... ...isn't just because he's a... ...he's a pretty charismatic chap... ...but because he's tapped into a sense... ...a yearning for a better world... ...that millions of people still have in this country... ...not just tinkering around the edges... ...but wanting something transformational... ...that's why he got the popularity he did... ...but obviously those transport workers... ...those rail workers... ...who have fought back... ...who've had everything thrown at within by the media... ...but they've been fighting... For their wages their jobs uh, their terms and conditions and they've shown leadership you know it's easy to talk about nick lynch he deserves kudos but he himself would say he's obviously part of a collective movement and those rail workers have had everything as i've said thrown at them but they keep fighting back uh, not just the rail workers the nurses the paramedics who said hang on we're probably not gonna indefinitely just put up with real terms pay cuts which have left us respectively five and six grand on average worse off than we were 12 years ago, especially when we were patronised about being heroes during the pandemic and Tory politicians applauded us from their um, patios and mansions and all the rest of it. You know, I think about bus workers, teachers, postal workers, barristers, civil servants, and lots of workers have won. This is really important because we don't talk about victories enough. Now, Unite Union, uh, the, the Unite Union, which is the biggest private sector union in the country, According to their tally, about 200 industrial disputes have been settled in favour of workers uh, this year. Uh, just some examples, Heinz workers who won their pay claim and time off over Christmas. British Airways, uh, who the, there was an attempt to take away holiday pay, um, but the, those workers fought back and they won. Their cabin crew and baggage staff who won a pay rise. refuse workers from Coventry and Worthing, to Worthing, sorry, Coventry to Worthing, who won their pay claims. These are examples of workers who stood up for themselves, who said, hang on, I'm not going to accept being kicked in the teeth. We're going to use our collective power, which is the way you win change, lasting change in this country, not individuals asking, isolated, easily picked off. Not people just sitting around thinking if they write maybe a polite letter, the powerful listen, but people saying, we will use our collective power and our democratic right to withdraw our labour in order to win a better standard of life for ourselves and our fellow workers. That's called solidarity. Now, there's lots of examples across the world, of course, as well. Let's look at Brazil, where the far right government of Bolsonaro, who, amongst many other things, was destroying the Amazon rainforest with devastating potential consequences for all our futures, who oversaw a catastrophic response to COVID, which left many tens of thousands of Brazilians avoidably dead. In fact, many more than that, frankly. But Bolsonaro was defeated. He's only the sec. He's only so he's the first, the only Brazilian president never to win a second term instead the progressive candidate of lula triumphed instead now across latin america in which huge numbers of people live um, almost all countries with some notable exceptions but almost all countries have left-wing governments of various stripes in power that's something we don't talk about enough there's like an entire continent where the brand of politics where pe- which people like me support is actually in power in some form these are victories. These are great things we should talk about. Now, look at the US. I'm no partisan for the Democrats. Many Democrats, frankly, in this country, happily sit in the Conservatives, Apart, many of them are just the you know, avert sort of party of capital. But, you know, firstly, Trump-backed candidates did really badly in the November elections, meaning that the Republican victory wave never materialised, meaning that Trump's return to power in 2024, you can't write it off, but it looks... Less likely than before, and Trump returning to power would raise major questions over the future survival of American democracy. Again, we've had more progressive candidates elected to Congress than ever. Then, you know, there's more progressive c- candidates, genuinely progressive candidates, sitting um, in the U.S. citadels of power than we've ever had. These are great victories. This the United States is the only superpower. And look, there's a left there. They didn't used to. Wasn't a go here in American left for a very, very long time and yet now it exists, and it's thriving. Let's look, of course, at Iran, where women are fighting with courage and determination against a tyrannical and murderous regime. And yes, too many of their number, and their men who are standing fighting alongside them, have suffered horrific and fatal consequences at the hands of this despicable regime. But do you know what? Look. The regime isn't going to fall tomorrow, or next week, or next month. Almost certainly not going to happen. But the women of Iran are going to outlast the theocratic regime. And deep down, the theocratic rulers of Iran know that. That's why they're fighting back with such determination. They know their days are numbered. It may be a while until that regime falls, but it will fall. There's no way that kind of despotism can last forever. And its survival has become less likely. its time, ruling with its iron fist has been diminished by the struggle of women in Iran. So here's to that sense of optimism, that gender apartheid regime, uh, which brutally oppresses women and oppresses, of course, men in different ways there as well. It is going to fall. And that is clearer, I think, than ever before. So you see, there's lots of reasons to be optimistic. I accept we are taking the scenic route to a just and an equal world. I get that. And there's no shortage of cruelty, violence, oppression, and exploitation. You don't have to look very far to find those examples. But in a time of darkness, it it is easy to forget light where it exists. There are so many people around the world who genuinely do believe that another world is not just possible, but necessary. Whether it be not just... To solve these burning injustices of poverty, of violence, injustice, but the existential threat posed by the climate emergency. And what gives me hope is particularly younger people, people who are genuinely young and like myself these days, who are full of a burning passion for a different and happier sort of world. And I meet those young people all the time. I see them all the time on the internet, including in the comments to this video not just those younger people the older people watching as well younger and older than myself who are fighting for a better sort of world and i am more convinced than ever that we are going to win it's not going to be easy it's going to be difficult but you know they call it a struggle not a walkover for a reason and when we think of all the things won throughout history it often seems as though they were impossible and the history of change in this country isn't linear it's not you know it's not um Victory, success, victory, success, victory, success. It's often setback, defeat, setback, defeat, setback, defeat, then victory. And you do get things when you win things. That doesn't mean they're there forever. Things can go backwards. And we're seeing that in lots of ways as well. But, you know, I think take LGBTQ rights. Felt pretty depressed because of the onslaught against trans people. But look in Scotland, where in the face of a vicious anti-trans moral panic because of the determination of LGBTQ people, particularly, of course, trans people who this affects, a gender recognition reform bill was passed in the face of determined opposition things can be won if people have the determination courage resilience and solidarity to win because we only win when we fight together so that's my little chirpy cheesy uh christmas message i wanted to do this to make myself feel optimistic so i hope this has brought some optimism to you as well happy christmas have a great time don't ever do it well it's christmas you might as well And here's to a 2023 of even more fighting back. See you in a bit.
0: Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing?